Hey, this is Nick Berry, and you're listening to the I Know You Hear Me podcast with the one and only I Know You Hear Me champion, Flynn Hendricks. And you can love him or you can hate him, but I can guarantee you he's 100% authentic 100% of the time. There's no one else like him, and the man knows how to market himself. So give the podcast a listen, subscribe, and get ready for a heck of a ride. All right, guys, we are back this week here on the I Know You Hear Me podcast, and this is going to be a little bit of a different format than what we're used to. I'll do all the usual stuff at the end, but today I've got a fellow heel in the wrestling business. Uh, This guy is a villain. He tends to think a lot like I do. The only difference is we're a few states apart, maybe about 12, 13 hours apart, and he is actually somebody that is intertwining with another guy in another world that I'm familiar with. You guys may know this guy, Josh Martin, who is a big voice actor, most notably known for the voice of Majin Buu. But now apparently he has uh, created some bad blood with my guest right now on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my extreme pleasure to have this guy on the show who I'm hoping to work with in the near future. The founder of Snowman Enterprises, Tony Snow, is here with me right now. Tony Let's dig into this, man. First off, how are you tonight? I am doing very well, Mr. Hendricks. Thank you very much for having me on your platform. Absolutely. And I'll go ahead and give a very sincere your welcome for uh, having me on. Oh, of uh, course. You know, I love it already. Not every, day, <laughs> not every day you get someone of my caliber on your podcast. Absolutely. But I've been uh, following you for a moment now since our mutual friend, Stephen Haas, uh, told yes. me about you. He actually, you, as soon as he... Literally, as soon as he first signed you on as a client, he sent me a message with your picture and was like, dude, I'm trying to get into pro wrestling. Here we go. It's my first one. And uh, you oh, know, yeah. he loves it, man. He's a, he's a WWF kid like me. Yep. You know, and I played WWF because that's what I remember. You know, my mm-hmm. first ever memory of pro wrestling was Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy in the big blue cage. Yes. Like, man. that was Good that was my stuff. first memory of of this beautiful freaking sport that we call pro wrestling and Absolutely. so um so yeah ever since then i've wanted to work with you and and bro you know i i already see you um as somewhat of a a, a business associate let's say you're a consultant for snowman enterprises and, and you it. will get that call to come in whenever the time and uh and yes. budget is right you know I what i'm saying because bringing in somebody of your caliber especially from the great state of where are you from again Tennessee, unfortunately, but you know, great state of Tennessee, California <laughs> light, California light. Um, uh, you know, flying you in because you know we're gonna have to fly you in first class. Nothing, oh, yeah. there's no way that Snowman Enterprises would ever put anybody coat. Uh, so you know, we gotta make sure that the time is right, but it, it'll happen soon, of my course. dear friend. But speaking of this guy, you already uh, did a little uh, summary of what we're gonna talk about tonight, Josh Martin. You know, it's funny. I'm not a Dragon Ball Z fan. I'm not an anime fan. I think it's stupid. And especially now, I think it's even more stupid because of the stupid mouth-breathing, neck-bearded fans that have been in my inbox calling me everything that I would never even call my worst enemy. I've gotten death threats over this, and all I've done is cut one promo. These people are classy. But anyway, I met Josh from one of his other side hustles, okay? Mm -hmm. He's in a Beastie Boys cover band called Rhyming and Stealing. Let me take you back, Flynn. Back in 2015, 2014, maybe one of the two. Excuse me. Um, down here in Texas, breathing all this polluting 
polluted sweat hog air down here, man. I'm having oh, to stop. And I, I thought we had a bad up here, but you got it. I think you got it 10 times worse, probably 10 times bigger, oh too. Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. You have to drive 12 hours just to get out of this hellhole. Uh, anyways, uh, I, I came up here to, to Texas, to Dallas, DFW. Uh, in my career as a DJ, uh, I'm an established hip-hop DJ, and I brag about that a lot because I did a lot of work. Both in the engineer part of it, as well as uh, touring. And I've worked with every major rapper that this sweat hog state of Texas has to offer. Okay. Paul mm-hmm. Wall, Slim Thug, Lil Flip, all those guys. Like, I live with Lil Flip. I, I was his I was his in-house engineer. I've gone to the East Coast. I DJed for Puff Daddy. I engineered Trap Queen by Fetty Wap and got a four times platinum plaque for that. Like I've wow. I've done everything you could think of in the world of hip hop. I would say so. Well, I had just moved to Dallas and I didn't know anybody here. I came up from Houston. I'm a screwed up click associate. You know what I mean? We did all mm-hmm. of that work down there. Came up to Dallas. I didn't really know anybody. Someone said, you know what? There's this really dope Beastie Boys cover band. You're a hip hop head, Tony. Go down to House of Blues. They're on the day after Christmas. You got nothing going on. Check them out. Tell them that I sent you. You can network with them. You know, you guys have similar interests. He's a big pro wrestling fan. So y'all will probably hit it off. So I go down and I pay at the door full price. I didn't ask for the brother brother discount or any of that other bull crap. I get in there. The show happens. I go back to the VIP that I paid to be in. And I walk up to Mr. Josh Martin and hand him my business card. My name is DJ Tony Snow, Clover G Records, you're a click affiliate, just moved into town, don't know anybody yet, love to do some networking with you, let's go out and have a drink. And the whole time I was telling him this, he was just looking through me, like he wasn't listening to anything I was saying. Handed him my business card, and he set it down on the table next to him and said, yeah, add me on Facebook. And now one thing I've learned, Flynn, in 2023, when you give somebody your business card and they tell you to add you on Facebook, even back in 2015 when this was, that's a blow off, dude. Yep. He's not taking me seriously. Come on, man. And so I get blown off. He goes back to whoever he was talking to. He was selling some CDs, trying to make some money because he's a greedy little sweat hog. And, um, and, and that was it. I never heard from him. And so I ran into him at different events. Uh, my good friend, Stephen Haas, my, he sponsors me, and he's made my DJ banners for years, made oh, yeah. my stickers and all this for Snowman Enterprises. He had a birthday party, and I offered my services free of charge to my good friend, and I brought my whole portable setup there, and uh, and I uh, I set it all up, and I'm I'm playing, and and Josh Martin's there, and he comes up, and he just stands there for a few minutes, and just kind of stares at my rig, my setup, and he comes up, he's like. Yeah, it's nice, but you should have brought a subwoofer. And then just walked off. Wow. Like, dude, first of all, this is like, I'm doing this for free. And second of all, like, no one else, no one here is complaining. The host is loving what he's doing. He just wanted to take a jab at me, just to kind of poke at me and show his superiority even more. That's the yeah. his own ego. That's what this guy but, wanted to do. But people call you the heel. That. That sounds like the roles are reversed right there. I, that makes no sense. I, I get where you're coming you know, from 100%. When I, when I sent my little message to him, I was wearing a pink vest, and the stupid fans started trying to make fun of me for wearing pink. When when the, the hero plays a big, fat, pink guy. See, I got, like, where you, I got where you were going with that. That's the first thing that jumped out, and you and I talked about that, too. But, again, 
you know, if he wears it, I'm sure it's the coolest thing in the world. But like know. my boyfriend at two times says, cool when they do it. The problem when I do it, fuck them. So, anyways, um, yeah, so and then the craziest thing happened. Funniest thing happened. I started to work in pro wrestling and I noticed that Josh started to like my statuses on Facebook. Interesting. I started getting some activity from him when I started doing behind the scenes stuff. And then, oh man. Once I met Teddy Long, and he whipped me into shape, started training with the WWE Hall of Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Yes. I literally went from 260 pounds to 180 pounds. Ooh, that's impressive. He, trained, he started training me to be a manager. And listen, guys, when people think Teddy Long, a lot of you stupid sweat hogs just think of the SmackDown general manager that would come out and dance a little bit and yep. make people go one-on-one with The Undertaker. Nah. That's not the Teddy Long that's training me. I'm getting trained by Sugar Ray Long. I'm getting trained by the Teddy Long that would wear the wave cap and would come mm-hmm. down to the ring with the Soul Brothers Doom, and they would leave people in the ring twitching. These guys took down the Road Warriors, man. Yep. And that's my trainer. The and let's also not I'm forget, tra- too, this dude also managed – mean mark callus and we all hopefully we all know what he went on to become and that dude was leaving guys laying too so i mean like he managed the skyscrapers which was yes. mean mark callus and dan spivey oh uh, and then even sid vicious filled in there he managed um who else did he manage he managed freaking d'lo brown he managed yeah. mark henry mark he henry yes uh rodney like, mack not, all these badass yeah, guys the, the five minute white boy challenge calling jerry lawler yep. a cracker and a crown come on yep. man like Teddy Long is that dude when it comes to managing people. He sure is. So, so you're getting that you're getting that legitimate training. Well, dude, and not just that. Think about it. Teddy Long was trained by Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. Mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes gave Teddy his first job. Dusty Rhodes made Teddy sit in creative meetings. Dusty Rhodes taught Teddy how to cut a promo. Dusty Rhodes taught Teddy how to hold a microphone. Dusty Rhodes taught Teddy how to wipe his feet when he got into the ring. Teddy's teaching me all of that and then some. I'm third generation Dusty Rhodes, second yep. generation Dusty Rhodes, if you think about it. That's true. So when he starts seeing all this stuff, when he sees me posting videos with all my training with with uh with Teddy and and doing promo sessions, learning promos from Jake the Snake Robert, and doing all this stuff that he always wanted to do his entire life, but he's not good enough to do, he got in my inbox. He started lighting me up, man. It got to a point, and I'm I'm gonna get kind of kind of personal on here. By all means, by all means. This guy, one of the greediest dudes I know, he wanted so bad to come and do a meet and greet in Texoma. He kept pestering me and pestering me and pestering me about it. He even he offered to waive his appearance. Like he's getting paid, he's taking his merch <laughs> money from whatever the fans buy. But he wants to do this so bad, he's doing it for free, Flynn. And so, finally, we made it happen. Okay, sure, you can do your little meet and greet. That wasn't enough for him. This guy had the audacity to get in my inbox and say, yeah, you know, I hope it's not overstepping my bounds, but I'd really love to be involved. Like, I want to do something in a match. Like, I can slap somebody or this or that. Like, Oh, so you want to? Oh, how about we slap you instead? You know, like he yeah. wants it. Like, yeah. okay, have you been trained? No, you haven't. You haven't done any training. No, have you? Have you ever stepped on the other side of the bear? No, you haven't. No, 
Have you ever done anything in pro wrestling other than 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 cry when Cody Rhodes loses to Roman Reigns and critique it? No, you haven't. You haven't. Mm-hmm. But he kept on. And get this, he even went over my head. When I told him I didn't feel I wasn't feeling it at first, like I don't want him doing any sort of involvement in any matches, he went to the owner of the company and the and then he went to the booker, my trainer. So now, now it's personal, Josh. Now it's personal. Yeah. So what he doesn't understand is the owner of that company loved me. Robert Langdon, he's the first man to ever put me on commentary. He's the first man to ever take a chance on me and always get credit for that. And he adores me. I saw him today. I had lunch with him today. He calls me his little brother. Doesn't work in no, his favor, sounds like. No. The booker, he's my in-ring trainer. You know, I have three I have three training sessions a week with Teddy, and they're three hours long each. Mm-hmm. He makes me cut five promos a day on the spot while he watches. Okay. All right. Like he's my he's my my main trainer, but my in-ring trainer teaches me how to move around in the ring and how to stay safe. That's Joe. So Joe and Robert agreed to it. Who do you think they're gonna look out for? Me. Yep. So they let me choose crew, the yeah. match. They let me choose the match. They let me set the stipulations. And I've already put the challenge out there. So it's at the point now, Flynn, where if he tells me no, he's going to look like a punk in front of all of his worldwide fans. And they are worldwide, trust me. Oh, they I are. I found That's that true. out. I've That's got true. people from Australia and Norway sending me death threats. Trust and me. And I'm going to embarrass him in front of all of them. All of them. So... So let me ask too, because I know you know you've you've made the challenge where you've got your guy ready to go. Now Josh has to find a guy. To my knowledge, that hasn't been announced yet, has it? Because you're not taking me seriously, right? Um, what I did when I worked in commentary a couple years ago, there was a a pro wrestler named Dane Griffin, the American Outlaw, the Stroke of Death. This guy was the Texoma Texas Champion. He was the uh, the one half of the Texoma Tag Team Champions with Charlie Haas. You might have heard of him. He was oh, in a God, company yeah. called WWE for a little bit. Um, and so he's a legend. He didn't like what I was saying on commentary. So he yanked me up by my hair, pulled me into the ring, and made an example out of me in front of everybody. So he and I weren't on the same page for a while. But once I saw the light and realized that I was living for all these stupid sweat hogs that didn't appreciate me, and started to do stuff for myself. One of the first people to hit me up and say, "Man, good on you! I like this look." Was Dane Griffin. Dane Griffin said, "Tony, you're a freaking natural, and I'm glad we're seeing the real Tony Snow. This is what was inside the whole time, and he's right. That this isn't this isn't a character like people have said. Yeah. What's up with this new character you're playing? The character was the mild mannered Tony Snow that mm-hmm. didn't know how to dress." And I had to put over all these stupid, no-talent assholes for the last three years. Reach. That was the Reach. character. That was the fake Tony Snow. Yep. This is the real me. So what's going to happen, Dane Griffin's the first person I call. Now, I do have a client, the reincarnation of excellence, Kari Wright. I don't want to get his hands this dirty. His hands are going to get dirty. Dane's hands are going to have blood on them by the time the night's over. And the blood's either going to be his opponent or Josh Martin. Because Josh has a choice here. Either get somebody as his champion, and we settle this like man, because he's not going to fight me one on one. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to get hurt. He doesn't want to mess up his pretty little face. He's got a little tour coming up with Ryman and Steelin. 
So he doesn't right. want to mess anything up. So we're going to do like Nobles used to do. I chose my champion. The Empire of Snowlandia, if you will, had chosen his champion to send out against the Empire of Cowardville, uh, led by Prince Josh Martin. Um, and Josh gets to decide. Either he chooses someone to send out and meet my champion and lose, or I'm sending Dane Griffin out to Josh's meet and greet table, and he's going to beat him to within an inch of his life in front of all of his fans. All of them. So, Josh has three options. I'm going to make this really simple for everybody watching. I know you get this, Flint. You're an educated man, well versed in the class. But for the sweat hogs that have to take off both their fucking twos to count to ten, I'm going to make this really simple. Okay. <laughs> Josh either shows up, uses somebody to fight for him. Like, I'm sure he's had someone fight his battles the rest of his entire pathetic life. So he either has someone choose some, he chooses someone to fight his battle for him, and Dane Griffin makes an example out of him. And as I'm standing over their lifeless body, Josh Martin's going to look at me right in the eyes, and he's going to realize that it was this close to being him in that ring. Or he doesn't choose anyone. And he shows up, does this little meet and greet, takes his selfies, makes his money selling these eight by tens of a cartoon. It's not even him. Like so he makes money selling pictures of a cartoon, guys. Think about that. Anyways, he shows up to do that, hasn't chosen anyone, and I send Dan Griffin out to just beat him to within an inch of his life. And it's gonna happen. He's just he's gonna hurt him bad. Or he just shows us the true colors and just doesn't show up at all. Uh, you, I mean, it, it's a possibility because a lot of these guys will tend to dig the holes and not realize how deep they're in. And then at the last moment, just tuck tail and run. So, I mean, I could very easily see that happening. But, you know, again, too, one thing I like about this story is that it, you, you being an old school wrestling fan, you'll probably know exactly where I'm going. But your story reminds me a lot of Roddy Piper at the beginning of his career with a wrestler named Java Rook that he ended up becoming the manager for. And your story reminds me a lot of that. He saw the light and managed a guy that was waiting for this true version of him to come out. Just with that, too, even with that big comparison to Roddy right there, I'm looking at the card right now, which we'll have a link to everything in the show notes. But, I mean, you've got, like, former you know WWE star, formerly known as Ricardo Rodriguez, now going by Jesus Rodriguez. You've got former NWA world champion Tim Storm. You've even got my friend Vordell Walker on the card, like, what are your thoughts if Josh, you know, does show up and does pick one of these guys? What are your thoughts? Are you worried if he picks one of those guys? No, honestly, I'm not. I'm prepared any of those variables. Here's here's an advantage that I have, Flynn. For the past four years, I was the lead commentator and play-by-play guy for Texoma Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They run every month, and for two of those four years, they ran twice a month. So just do the math. Got a lot of wrestling there, okay? Yeah. And what and, and what we do and in the world altogether, knowledge is power. Knowledge is the most important commodity in the world. Knowledge is what you pay for. When you go to a mechanic, you pay a little bit for the part, but most of what you pay is for the knowledge that he has to be able to put it in. That's correct. Knowledge is the most knowledge is the most valuable resource in the world. And when it comes to Tech Soma Pro Wrestling. I have more knowledge than anyone. 
I know everybody in that locker room, front ways, back ways, upside down. I know there's combos. I know there's signature moves. I know there's sequences they do. I know counters for all of them. I know their finishers. I'm, I'm prepared for all of them, dude. I have every single person that you see on that flyer, I have worked with and called a match. Even, even hey, too. So I called a match for him down in San Antonio, Dog Pound Championship Wrestling, I believe. All so right. like, I know everything about these guys. I'm prepared for anything. And honestly, I there are two matches this night that I am concerned with. That I, I want to make sure I get the outcome that I want. The first one is my match, Dane Griffin against whoever Josh picks or against Josh Martin. One of the two. You're either gonna see a Barney Boy bleed or you're gonna or you're gonna see him lose somebody. Okay. If you make it and, a Barney shirt, you get a thumbs up from me. That's all I'm saying. Dude, I, that's another reason I can't stand him. He was Barney. And I am just I am I am totally. Oh, it's, su- it's such a random thing. Like I would not expect a guy like that to be Barney at all. But hey, here we are. I don't know. Hey Barney, hey Barney, I hate Barney with the fire of a thousand suns. You know why I hate Barney? Why is that? Big purple, this big purple idiot for years lied to myself and millions of other people when he said that if he if we love him, then he would love us and we'd be a happy family. And that never happened, Josh. Nope. You're a big freaking lime purple bit. Anyways, so, and then the other match I'm worried about that I'm concerned with that I want to make sure gets the outcome that I'm looking for, that would be uh, Mr. Wiggles, I mean, Mr. Wobble against Montego Sica in a cage match for the Texas Championship. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that Mr. Wobble does not leave with that title. I don't care what I got to do. I don't care. I don't care what I got to do. When it comes to me, all that matters is gold. Uh, and if I don't have it, I want to make sure that it's where I want it to be. Absolutely. I like. I love that mentality, and I love the way you think. We, we tend to think alike from what I'm picking up here. And I, one thing I really want to ask is, with all that on your plate, because that is a lot. It's two different matches with big stakes in both. How are you keeping yourself composed and – not letting one slip through the cracks or put prioritizing one over the other, because that's a lot at stake for what you got going on. How do you keep it all together to get ready for this? That's just with that company, Flynn. I work in other companies as well. That's true. Uh, I, I'm the manager of the WFC heavyweight champion, Dirty Dutch Hagen. I have one of the greatest tag teams ever assembled in Handsome Jack and Diamond Duke, and they would be the WFC tag team champions if it wasn't for those Buddy. Freaking measly Johnny's and their interference in this match and Cappuccino Jones, which I'm gonna mm, two weeks from now. I'm just oh, I love I it. Hate, I hate coffee. I hate caffeine. I hate anything that speeds me up. I like living life mellow. So anyway, a little coffee like, I, 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 never hurt. I don't yeah, even know the guy. I'm literally. I have athletes in storylines in a few different companies, and we're talking major storylines. And I keep up with it all. You know how? Because I'm a boss. I, I seriously, I wake up in the morning, and the first thing I do before I even get out of bed, well, second thing I do, first thing I do is acknowledge my tribal chief. Second thing I do when I get out of bed, I put, I sit down in front of my little, my little workstation, and I pull up wrestling. I start every day with a classic match. Most of the time, it's something that Teddy sends to me. 
He'll love- send me something like Mr. Perfect versus uh versus Shawn Michaels from '96. You know, perfect matches, matches where you know who the good guy is and the bad guy is before they're even introduced. Absolutely. Okay? And so I start my day with pro wrestling after I uh, after I have a a delicious breakfast. Uh, curated by my my talented wifey. Guess what I do? I hit up Teddy for a promo uh, promo class, and we do promo class, and then we do psychology, and then we do outside ring behavior, and then he gives me scenarios and stuff. Like I am constantly working on my craft. This is all I do. Okay, I'm not one of these guys that's wrestling talent. You know, I, I don't I don't work at Michelin Tire Monday through Friday and then I'm wrestling talent on the weekends. Now I'm not gonna shame anyone that does that, okay? I understand you know your your pro wrestling has your life has to support pro wrestling until pro wrestling can support your life. Amen. And no matter what Amen. you're doing to make that happen and take care of your family, you go do that. But I've worked hard enough and I'm in a position where this is my main focus in life. This is it. I love so it. every day is pro wrestling, pro wrestling from when I get up to when I go to bed. I bet you I watch 20 hours of classic matches. I watch probably 10 hours of matches that I was involved in. That means I've rewatched matches over and over again and picked everyone down with Teddy over and over again. Every time we watch it, he has something else to talk to me about. And then I watch theory. I watch when I say theory, not Austin theory. I'm talking wrestling theory. I watch videotapes from workshops where guys sit down there and go through psychology. Al Snow is a big one. If you're a, a worker out there and you want some knowledge, go to YouTube and type in Al Snow Workshop or Al Snow Seminar. A lot of the ones he's done are taped and on there. And the guy is just a wealth of knowledge. This is why I knew I liked you. I'm, I'm constantly preparing, man. I'm constantly ready. Um, and, you know, before I got on screen, that's one of the ways I got into where I could even meet Teddy Long to begin with. I was ready all the time and I learned everything I could learn about what I could do in pro wrestling. Absolutely. At first, I thought all I would ever do was production and I was fine with that. But I worked my butt off. I started my own production company. I had a dozen pro wrestling clients. My business partner still runs that side of the operation. And then I was offered commentary. So you know what? I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to study Gordon Soli and Gorilla Monsoon and uh, Jesse Ventura and Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon does not get his flowers as a a play-by-play. Vince McMahon was an absolutely phenomenal play-by-play commentator. Yeah, he was. I I would give anything to hear Vince call one more match, but I know it's never going to happen because he said it's never. Um, oh, I'm right but, there. And then the opportunity to be a manager came up. So you know what? I'm working my hardest at this. And if it's the farthest I ever get in pro wrestling, I'm fine with it. But I'm still going to work as hard as I can and try to elevate even. Absolutely. Right and that's kind of, again, a lot of that is kind of in the same position I'm at now. And I'm at coming up on 16 years later this year. But I'm in a position where, you know, if this really is the furthest I get, it, right now, I'm not okay with it, but down the road, I will be. But right now, my focus is trying to work my best at it and elevate people around me, similar to what you're doing there, too. Because, I mean, it's it, it's a passion. It's a dedication, more than people realize. And that, I think, is why we have clicked so well is because of how dedicated you are to this. And the biggest thing you said right there, the big P word, psychology, something that is 
ungodly missing from this business today. So I mean, and, and things all don't make sense, man. Things don't make sense. No, People they don't. do stuff just to try to get a reaction, and it doesn't make sense. And there's a reason. Okay? There's a reason like, I'm uh, trying to fight a guy that punches somebody as opposed to a guy that does three moonsaults and doesn't even try to pin somebody. Yeah, I uh, like I was guilty of this early on in my management career a few months ago. I was doing everything I was told to do by a certain booker. Yes. And then when Teddy saw when Teddy saw the match, he tore it down and deconstructed it and and tore me a new. Basically, what happened? The guy was pinning my client. And they had they told me they were like we want you to go in, take the title, smack him on the back. He's gonna turn towards you. When he's coming towards you, you know, drop the title outside the ring so that someone else can grab it and you know, blah blah blah. That's all I'm really gonna say. I feel like I've exposed too much anyway. But anyway, I did all that and Teddy watches it back and then he calls me, he's like, So you hit this dude with a belt and he turns around and he's walking towards you. And you just back up and then toss it away. Why'd you do that? Because that's what I was told to do. Think about that. Does that make sense? That's if true. If you're in a real life situation, okay, if you're walking down an alley and someone's coming up to you, threatening to punch you, and you have a weapon in your hand, are you really just going to drop it? Mm-mm. No. Make and so there's so many things in pro wrestling nowadays that people do just to do it. Guys, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it, okay? Ask yourself before you do anything, does this make sense? Does it make sense? That's true. And that's, ah. See, that's why I I see the cards working in your favor, you know, next Friday when this this show happens. So, man, like, I'm I'm excited to see what the outcome is going to be. And if anybody's in the area, I'm going to encourage them to go. Now, whether we want him to cheer for the quote-unquote bad guy or not, I'll leave that up to Tony here. But, man, go out and watch this guy get his due for years of just flat-out rudeness and, you know, we'll call it big-dicking, hot-shotting. You know, like just a guy that wanted nothing to do with you until you could benefit him. So We, we, call, we call it Hollywood and somebody, big-time and somebody. Yep. Big-time for a decade, bro. He big time me for a decade. And then when I became something special in his eyes, that's my turn to big time him. Absolutely. <laughs> Man, I'm you're going to go over my head to the owner of the company, not knowing the owner of the company is my big brother. Come Man. on, bro. You dig yourself a hole, so we'll see if you can dig yourself out. But right now, I'm, I'm inclined to think otherwise, so we'll – We'll see what happens, but man, I'm I'm excited to see where this turns out for you. And I'm gonna have links in the video format, and I'm gonna have links in the podcast show notes because the audio version is gonna drop the day of the show. So if people want to get those tickets, I'm gonna make it easy for them to do it, and I want them to come out, have a good time, and hopefully see you get your due and you know get what's been coming to you from Josh Martin. Because if if worse come to worse, man, maybe he doesn't bleed. But maybe he publicly shakes your hand and says, I'm sorry for everything that I did. I don't know. But either way, I'm pulling for you and Dave. He gave me an apology online, but it was it was just one of those little. He's an actor, bro. I can tell. Yeah. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. I can tell when somebody's acting. It wasn't genuine. I want, jo- I want to beat down whoever he brings. 
And then I want Josh Martin to look me in the eye and apologize to me. And I want it to be sincere. And we're going to make sure he is because Dane Griffin's going to be standing there ready to beat his ass if it isn't. Um, That's but fair. yeah, guys, if you're, if you're in the if you're in the Texas area or Southern Oklahoma or Northern Texas, this is our 15th anniversary, man. We're running out of the Sherman Elk Lodge Arena where we've been for 15 years. The NWA heavyweight title was decided in this venue a few years ago when Tim Storm defeated Jack Stane. Mm-hmm. So much stuff has happened in this place, and it's 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 a, I think it's like 20 bucks to get in, and that's if you're on the front row. And there's a, a ton of great people on the show, including myself and my clients. And if you can't make it for whatever reason, please, guys, go to the YouTube channel, Texoma Pro Wrestling's YouTube channel, and subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. And you're not going to be able to see this stuff right away. There's about a two to three week delay from when the episode airs until the next one shows. So you're going to have to wait a little bit to see this guy, you know, cower like a little boy and probably pee himself. But eventually it'll be up there. So go subscribe now. You'll get that notification when it drops. Absolutely. And I'm going to have that link in the show notes too. Well, man, Tony, thank you for coming on here to help promote this. Thank you for telling your side of the story because I feel like it's something that needed to be out there. And I'm glad you were willing to come on here, be vulnerable, tell what happened. And just, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying not to be biased here, but I'm pulling for you. So I want to know. The I appreciate outcome. it, man. You know, of course you try not to be biased because you're a broadcast journalist. It takes his job very right. seriously. And I dab in both worlds. Healthy, so. Yeah, I have a very healthy respect for that. Uh, but I do appreciate the vote of confidence. And, you know, as the great Paul Heyman says, it's, it's not really it's not really a prediction. It's a spoiler. I mean, it's, absolutely. It's, it's gonna See, happen. that's it. Gonna... Again, you know, you know who the wise ones are to look at. And you're sitting under those learning trees. You're studying. So, man, you're doing it right. And I think that that's going to pay off in your favor. So I think I think big things are going to come on the 21st. So, guys, yes, if, we if we haven't made it clear, if you're in the area, get to the Elks Lodge, guys. Tickets will be available at the link in the show notes. Get them. They're reasonably priced. You're going to get a good show because I can tell you I've worked with some of the talent on this show. It's going to be a good time. So go out there, see if somebody gets their full circle karma coming to them, and just enjoy the show. And you know what, guys? Honestly, whether my dude wins or not, no character bullshit. It's going to be a great show, guys. Absolutely. This is some of the best pro wrestling. And the fact that you can be within arms reach of these guys, just don't touch us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, be respectful. Let us do our job and you do yours. Our job is to entertain you uh, and get a reaction, whether it's good or bad. And your job is to react in the ways it's civil. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, come out and enjoy the show. Uh, again, Mr. Hendricks, I appreciate you. And I can't wait until a time that I get to walk you to the ring. Expose your magnificence to everybody underneath the Snowman Enterprises banner. Man. Absolutely, and we we got to have Stephen there for it too. So we'll put that out in the universe, and we'll make it happen. Yes, Tony, sir, Tony, thank you so much for being here, guys. You know what to do. Hit those links in the show notes. Hit the subscribe button, and we'll be back next time with another awesome episode. And I know you hear me. Are you needing some decals made? Maybe some vinyl or monograms? Then you need to go check out my wife's Etsy shop at Decals by Kins. That's K-Y-N-S. Go over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Decals by Kins and you can check that in the show notes as well and see what she's done for other people and see what she can do for you. And I'm speaking from experience here. All of my water bottles, my protein bottles, they all have something that she's printed and put on there and those things last. So if you need something like that for a gift, for your family, for your kids, or even for 
yourself, go check out what she can do for you. And as a special treat for my listeners, if you use the promo code Flynn, that's F-L-Y-N-N, she's even going to get you 10% off your order. Now, you can't beat that. So go check it out and see what she can do for you. And I know you hear me. All right, guys, we are back. And if you were joining us on YouTube, you know that here recently I just spoke to Tony Snow about his upcoming match with my guest here now. And if you're listening to the audio, we're coming back right after a quick little commercial break. It's funny how that all works. But this guy is somebody that I have known in the voiceover world who actually made me want to be a voice actor. So this is pretty cool to actually get to talk to him now and not try and be biased to who I want to favor in this upcoming match. But you may know this guy as the voice of Majin Buu in Dragon Ball Z. It is my pleasure to have on the show Josh Martin. And Josh, I want to thank you for being here tonight. It is my pleasure to be had. Thank you very much. Of course. How are you? Of course. Man, I am good. And like I said, I'm excited to be here. And it's a little hard to not be biased towards uh, where I want to lean in this match coming up here. But I know, you know, from experience talking to you at cons before, before I even jumped into uh, into the acting realm, like professionally, you're mm-hmm. you're a big wrestling fan. Same with a uh, former teacher of mine, Chris Rager. So where did like where did this love of wrestling all start for you? Wow. Uh, well, uh, the love of wrestling started uh, way back. Uh, it the best estimation I can make is the first things I remembered was Mid South Championship Wrestling. Oh, love it! Uh, yes. w- watching it with my papa in Monroe, Louisiana. Oh man! I on K K N O E, and so like w- the reason I say the best I can remember is because I, I remember those things, but <laughs> I I don't remember exactly when you know, dates and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So with the beauty of YouTube, I've gone back and kind of uh, searched some of those keywords and, and, and kind of figured out that I was probably around uh, six, seven, right. eight that time. I was probably four or five when I started noticing my pop uh, get into it. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I'd just watch him and he'd squirm and 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 just get into it and 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 throw mock punches along with the guys, you know. And, that's the best, it, Man, you know. And that's I, I probably spent more time watching my papa watch the show than I actually did watch right. the wrestling. First off, but um, yeah, again, probably the first thing that I that that clicked is I saw, you know, Ric Flair do the, do the promo when they cut oh, yeah. to the to the side deal with Shivani. And um, I think it was actually uh solely for, for when mm-hmm. I first started anyway. Uh, and, and from then on, I just, you know, it became even bigger in pop culture. So I, I became uh, even more into it. I was into acting as well. Mm-hmm. So um uh, I, I, I don't want to be too smart of a mark. Right, but right. I, I did, as an entertainer, uh, there, something inside of me understood there, there was an entertainment aspect to it. Mm-hmm. But all due respect, I also understood that my eyes saw that some people were getting, getting that ass smacked sometimes, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? On, on top experience. Of, <laughs> right, right. And, and on top of, I understood that uh, you can't fake gravity. Right, absolutely. 
Yeah, Absolutely. pardon the F word. That that's no, but you know I me. Mean? You can't. You, mm -hmm. you, you can't even. It, it's hard to even uh, yeah, prepare for gravity, that's even true. sometimes. So you know, I understood that, and 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 so I was just drawn. I was drawn to that. I was drawn to the good and bad uh, storylines. Uh, I was I was drawn to the theatrics. I was drawn to all that stuff that you're supposed to be drawn to as a fan. Mm -hmm. uh, as well as uh, kind of getting get this little internal idea of you know, hmm, I might be able to might be able to do some of that. Yeah, I think fortunately I didn't know how to get directly into it. <laughs> right. Otherwise, I would have, and uh, who knows what would have happened. Trust me, I get that, and that's right. the thing too. Especially back in that time frame, it was very very guarded for who could actually get you in. And then, of course, there's the carny side of it, too, for people that would just, you know, take your money and not even do anything with it. But, I mean, everything you just hit on right there, um, mm -hmm. especially when I was breaking into acting back before COVID hit and then, you know, COVID happens, a lot of my coaches were even very skeptical. Like, you know, had been wrestling at that point for 12 years. And they said, I don't think that's really going to help you so much in the acting realm, but it helped me flourish in improv. And then the theatrics and everything, like you said, that go into it. It, it all kind of goes hand in hand, and it's crazy how it all intertwines now, especially, you know, mentioning pop culture, how like Dragon Ball, uh, for example, because that's where I first became aware of you at uh -huh. that time was not a cool thing, you know, for a lot of people to be a fan of. Now it's everywhere, and you see a lot of wrestlers even that have these anime-inspired gear. So all this stuff kind of like intertwines, and it's crazy how your career path and your life journey has brought you to this point, so... Do you remember where in the journey that that brought you uh, in contact with Tony Snow back in the day? Uh, that is a wacky aspect of this whole Dragon Ball Z thing, right? Because I never thought that it would it would connect me to the wrestling world the way that it has, right? You know, through uh, through uh, so, uh, through entertainers, through the athletes, through the you know through the stars and all that, and and mid under backstage all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh indie guys um it's been so cool um I, I you know to be honest i don't i couldn't tell you exactly the first time that i met tony um i've i've been doing this for a long time and i i meet a ton of people i do remember faces yeah and so i'll be oh i remember your face I couldn't necessarily tell you if there wasn't anything and that's no slag against the time yeah. that we first met or anything, but just, if there wasn't anything like super blank, blank memorable to me for whatever mm -hmm. reason, then, then we might have to have another, we might need to reconnect, have another yeah. connection. But, uh, but I, I just remember throughout the years, I still people that I work with, there's always been a connection through Tony Snow randomly, right. and uh, and 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 this has come up. And and I gotta say that uh, just to be honest, I know this is gonna come out Friday, and but I really don't know of any match that I know that uh, besides the one that Tony has has challenged me to find a representative. Right. Of, um, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I, I I was just asked to appear there, and uh, sign some autographs. Right. 
and meet some friends. And I told, and I sent Tony a message and I was like, dude, check it out. And the next thing I know, there's some, he shoots a promo on me. Yeah. I'm like, bro. And I really, that kind of caught me off guard too, because I mean, again, we all kind of have mutual friends. Uh, the one that kind of got me connected with him is the same guy that does your graphics and banners that does mine, Stephen Haas. And, yeah. you know, I, I see that. And I think that just, you know, everybody down there's hunky door. Everybody's all buddy, buddy. But then he, he shoots that promo. I, I see your response. And which again, like I told you in private, you blew 99.9% .9 of the guys that can put a microphone in their hand out of the water. And I mean that legitimately, but you know, it just, it, it caught me off guard because it seems like everything you just said, you see thousands of names or thousands of faces. And sometimes it's hard to remember a name or sometimes something falls through the cracks. And it sounds like he might've, you know, just taken that personally more than anything. Like he was excited to meet you and it just, you know, like busy day things happen and it just, it might not have sat well with him. And now here we are. I, I'm not sure. You're, exa you're exactly right on all those points. It's, it's possible that uh, I, I may have been, and, and you know, when you're loading in at gigs, yep. uh, it's, a thousand it's other load places. in time. Yep. It's load in time. I'm, I don't have time to make friends and, uh, and, and you that. know, in load in time when I'm working, you know what I mean? When you get to the building, you shake hands with all your, with all the people that you're going to work with. But uh, the crew, when the crew's sh uh, setting up the ring, do, do you stop cranking the wrench and then shake hands and say, oh, yes, ha hi, yes, very nice to meet you. Right. No, that doesn't happen. You just acknowledge that, and wait until they're free. Very possible. That was. A, it might, my, I might have been gigging all day. Right. I might have been super tired. I might have been, you know, a number of things could Absolutely. possibly happen. I do know that normally, uh, in spite of all of those things, I usually try to be uh, super cool because yeah. that's how I'd want to be treated. And uh, like I said, I, I I do apologize if I was a dick or rude. Apologize right, if right. Uh, if there's a rating that I uh, overstepped there. Sorry, not I should have. Yeah, I mean, that, um, that's something too. Speaking from experience and just our mutual contacts as well. First time I met you in person, you were gracious as could be, and then. I've heard nothing but great things about you from, you know, like our mutual friends like Elise or anybody else. Like I've never heard negative thing, never even heard about you being in a bad mood. We're humans. It happens. But I mean, I think that leads to the quality of character right there. So I, you know, hopefully it just gets resolved as a misunderstanding, but man, it seems like he's gung ho on having you pick a representative versus his representative, Dane Griffin. So I don't, I don't, it's hard to stay in the middle, but you know, I don't know, man. It seems like it's just a big misunderstanding. Right. Well, see, here's, here's the thing. Like I, uh, like I said before, I'm just an actor. Right. So right. any, any, any wrestlers, any representatives that I would possibly know, um, uh, I mean, bless them, but I don't think even if I call them, I don't think Mick Foley's going to come down and represent. Right. Man, you can still put a mandible claw on somebody, but that might be a little bit hard at this point. Listen, if I could call in that favor, me and you wouldn't even be talking right now. Right. <laughs> you know what That's I'm saying? The truth. That's the uh, truth. Much, much respect. But uh, so uh, beyond that, uh, I, I don't I don't get into that. If I did, I would be in this I would be in this business 
for real, I would probably be in the UFC or getting to some bar fights if that's oh, yeah. really what I wanted to do. But uh, I'm I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. That's why I'm an actor. Right. So, uh, you know, I I don't I don't want to have to to even try to pick someone. Yeah. And I will say, but I will. Oh, go ahead. Go on. I was going to say, I know speaking from experience, you've got a lot of quality options there. I've got several friends that are actually on that show and a guy that I even had a WWE tryout match with in Vordell Walker there that is probably one of the toughest guys walking. So, I mean, if it does come down to it, if things couldn't get resolved beforehand, you've got quality options to choose from there too, even former world champions like Tim Storm. I do appreciate that. I do appreciate, and I do know it, and I and I feel fully supported that way. Um, you know, and unfortunately, I'm from Halton, Louisiana. Uh, it's a, a Louisiana. You know, we we wrestle alligators for <laughs> summer vacation. Yep, I take I. Uh, I'd back away on that one. That's all you. I'll tag you. There's in. A, I I could call a couple of dudes that ain't wrestlers that would call that would cause a problem. If but, you do, I hope there's no one. Right, I don't want to do that. Right. I, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Tony's watching this right now. When you when you post on Friday, if he I'm is, I'm sure he will. I'm, I'm hoping we're cool. I'm hoping we're going to do the deal, and I, I hope. I hope there's somebody super big and strong to to face his guy, and I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna scream and yell and have a good time with the wrestling thing, and I'm not getting into it. Yeah, but I will say this: as a person from Haunt, Louisiana, as a person who wrestles alligators for summer vacation, as a person who does the voice of Montembeau, who win gets pushed mm-hmm. and gets his pudding compromised. Well, you know, I got no choice Absolutely. but to turn into Kid Boo and protect my pudding. And I'll so, be feet away. I, I hope I don't have to do that. Right. And I mean, you know, like you said too, you, you were asked to come and do autographs and photos for the fans too. You don't want to take away from that experience for them. That's what I do, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let me let me do that. And I I you know, I'd like to do, I'd like to, I'd like to say my thanks to everybody in the ring and, and maybe sign an autograph for a fan live just to let people know that I'm over on the side. Cause some people don't even know I'm there Yeah, uh, doing that and, uh, and, and be done with it. Yep. And then and let the guys go on and do their thing. And, and, and cause I'm a super, like you said, I'm a super fan. I want to yeah. go. I want to watch enjoy the show. Enjoy the moments. I can't wait. Man, I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it works out for the best, and I'm hoping things can get resolved. Cause I don't want to see two of my friends go at it. But I mean, sometimes dudes got to do what they got to do, and you know, hopefully, yeah. if it does come to it, you got somebody that can that can sort it out for you. Well, I'm I'm I've been around for a while, as you can tell. And uh, I would say you're so, still young, my friend. I would say you're still young. Well, thank you, sir. I'm I'm not into the physical anymore. I'm 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 more right. of a mental mental game kind of guy and i, I hope we can, we can do the conversation thing yep and, and sort this out sort this out properly i agree well man um for any fans that want to come out and meet you is there anything that they can expect when they meet you i kind of know what the experience is like but what can they expect when they meet you and how are you going to keep things 
in perspective, knowing what may be coming later in the night while you're doing those meet and greets? Well, when it comes to me, I suggest have no expectations because <laughs> you never know with me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep you guessing. Absolutely. But in a good one, in a good way, in a good way, as we talked about, I'm all about yeah. having a good time. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Absolutely. Right? Love it. So, uh, yeah, come, hang out. Come bring if you got uh, stuff with boo on it or uh, anything from one piece that I'm in or, you know, any of the other stuff I've done. Uh, <clears throat> Barney, uh, you know, yeah. you get that stuff, right? And yeah, like you got a problem with Barney, too. I forgot all about that. For but sure. I mean, Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. All, all I got to say about that is keep trying. Yep. Keep trying. I've heard them all. As a matter of fact, I probably made up half of them. Uh, Genius. You know? Genius. Right? So, uh, yeah, keep keep trying. You're going to have to wake up earlier than that. Absolutely. But, yeah, bring, bring your stuff in. And besides, just come say hi. Yeah. Don't have anything to sign. Don't have any money. I, you know, it's cool. Come out, make a memory. Come say hi. I'm good to fist bump. We talk about it. Yep. You know, I love to have conversations. I love to know how, uh, how the things I've done have affected people in positive ways. Please, uh, you know what I mean. Even in and, and mostly in, in a lot of negative situations sometimes. Oh, and I'm yeah. truly blessed for that. And I appreciate those times. And I love to love to hear them and and i love to share those with people and you know that's where the magic yeah. happens feel feel open to share that with me Absolutely. Yeah. come hang out right. but if you want an autograph bring some money or a credit card that's just that's just how it goes guys that's how we pay the bills that's how you pay the bills <laughs> but man guys those gimmicks keep coming in the mail don't they yes those gimmicks they call bills and uncle sam's got to get his money too unfortunately but that's another story but man, Josh, in all seriousness, thank you for taking the time to be here and talk about everything that's been going on. Hopefully we can okay. have you back another time to talk long form more about the acting side of things and your career. But guys, it's going to yeah. be a stacked show no matter what happens this Friday in Sherman, Texas at the Elks Lodge. I'm going to have all the information in the show notes. So go out and meet Josh, make a memory, enjoy a stacked show with some credible talent that even I've shared the ring with. So I can tell you they're good from experience and it's going to be a fun time. So go on out have some fun and just support local wrestling and meet one of your favorite actors at the same time. That's a win-win right there. So Josh, seriously, thank you for being here tonight. I can't say thank you enough. This has been a dream come true on my end as a fan. And it's just so cool to see these worlds intertwining and see what's going on. So thank you again, my friend. Hey, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Everybody check out my man Flynn, follow him, watch him do his wrestling thing, his acting thing. I've been a fan for a while. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. And guys, if you haven't already, check the links below. Hit that subscribe button. Leave that five-star review. Leave a written review if you think I've earned it. Do it. Get the merch, and let's help support some local charities like the Nashville Humane Society or St. Jude at the same time. And let's keep this thing going. But for then, for now, forever, some kind of WWE catchphrase in there that I'm still trying to put out in the universe. We'll be back next week with another awesome episode, and we'll have some more quality audio content. So get connected with me, get connected with Josh, and don't miss out on anything we got going on. And I know you hear me. The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.